I paid 260 euros for a pair of Crocs, man. Those shoes pretty much broke my foot. It's only going downhill from here. What up, guys? This is Josh. And this is Fobbs. And this is the Kickback Pod. And we are back. The Kickback Pod, back for the last episode of 2023. And it is definitely the biggest episode of the year because we're going to be counting down our top 10 sneakers of the year so far. I've written down my 10. My man Fobbs has got his 10. And yeah, we're going to be comparing these lists. And uh, let's see. Let's see how let's see what they look like. And uh, we want to hear from you guys as well. Let us know what your top 10 sneakers of the year were. One more time, just wanted to give a quick shout out to everyone listening to the pod and who have been supporting the pod all year long. And as you know, it's always fun to talk sneakers with you guys and especially with you, my man, Fobbs. How you doing, bro? Yo, I'm good. I'm good. Um, looking forward to this episode, looking forward to ending the year on a high note and also looking forward to uh, talking about what's in store in 2024. I think after we finish our top 10, both of us are going to do a quick, quick preview as to what sneaker we are most looking forward to in 2024 and i'm excited for your pick um and i'm excited to talk about my pick as well because i think 24 is going to be a big year and i mean in the last episode we talked a lot about 23 big sneaker moments best brand etc biggest surprise biggest disappointment of the year and Looking back, it's been, you know, it's been a busy year. There's been a lot of pickups for both of us. Um, actually, I picked up more than I've ever picked up um, this year, which is crazy. And let's see if that continues into 2024. But this episode is all about the top sneakers. Um, yeah. What about you, man? I, I know you've been traveling. You are currently in Spain uh, doing your thing. How's that going? Yeah, so this is uh, the first time I decided to not stay in Germany and go to Spain for Christmas time. And I am seriously wondering why I don't live here <laughs> because uh, I've been here for 10 days. The sun has been out all 10 days. It's been beautiful, beautiful weather. Uh, we're, we're talking like high teens, low 20s. And I'm just wondering, you know, why don't I live here? It's 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 so nice. The food's delicious, and you got sun all year long. I'm here with my uh, with, with my fiance's family, and we're just having a great time. Definitely getting a chance to practice my Spanish. So I've been I've been enjoying it. I've been really really enjoying it. Unfortunately, I've been sick. You guys might be able to actually hear it in my voice. I have been kind of sick all week, so that's been kind of unfortunate. But. Uh, I'm going to definitely push through in this episode uh, because I'm excited to do it. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 been uh, Christmas. How, how, how was Christmas with the fam? Oh, it was nice. I went down to uh, the south of Germany where my mom and my grandma live. And it's always a little bit hectic when the whole family gets together. Um, and obviously <laughs> a few stressful moments here and there. But I think overall it's always super nice to see everyone again together at the same time and just celebrate you know, whether it's Christmas or whatever else, anyone celebrates just togetherness and uh, going for long walks. We went for a couple hikes. 
went into the old town and uh, everything was very Christmassy. The only thing that was missing, of course, was that it was a white Christmas. It was definitely not a white Christmas. <laughs> the, the temperatures were okay. It was like, you know, between 8 and 15 degrees where we were, which is quite warm for Germany at this time. But it was also very windy and overcast, so it was definitely not as sunny as, uh, as Spain. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Did you, any unboxings this Christmas? Any, any shoes? Nothing? Nah, no, no sneakers. Um, I got a new microwave because <laughs> my <laughs> microwave has been broken for well, a while. That's always nice. So a very useful present. And then just, you know, a couple of like smaller things and, uh, and more experiences, which I really appreciate as gifts. Sneakers I can buy myself. Um, what about you? Did True. you get any, uh, sneakers no it's the same you know like we 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 decided to like uh, traveling to spain during christmas is not cheap so uh we just considered the whole experience to be the the gift this year we didn't do much uh, gift giving uh which is fine i'm enjoying i'm enjoying the experience so very very happy to be here right now so let's let's move on to uh first of all listener of the week so shout out to Mario Luisi. Um, it's the, the last name is spelled L-U-E-S-S-E. Shout out to you for listening to the pod and uh, shout out to each and every one of you actually for listening to the pod. Make sure you just hit, give us a quick DM if you want to be uh, featured as listener of the week in future pods. We'll try to get to all of you. So let's move on to what we have been wearing. So I can quickly just talk about the three sneakers so this time i took three with me on this trip to spain and for me it's always i always have to take one shoe that i know i'm going to be walking in around in a lot so one shoe has to be priority comfort and for me that sneaker was the jound 990 v3 is still in my opinion the nicest jound collab to come out and uh yeah i've been you know Getting, getting a few uh, ankle, oh, sorry, no, not ankle, getting a few neck breaks, you know, people looking at the Jounds, uh, they're, 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 they look great on feet, super comfortable pair to wear, just if you're walking 20,000 steps a day, which is something I've been doing quite a lot this week, so enjoying wearing that, and then of course, you know, I love my Adidas, so I did take a couple of pairs of Adidas with me, the sporty and rich Sambas, which uh, I've said on my Instagram before, any of you guys who have not bought a pair of Sambas and you're thinking of buying your first pair, just purchase any of the sporty and rich ones because the leather quality on them are just a lot better than your regular Sambas. You're getting some very premium leather for pretty much the same price. So I would suggest buying any one of those really nice colorways as your first Samba. They're great. I have the all blue one. And then finally, the last pair I took with me on the trip was, of course, you know, I have to always take one loud sneaker with me. And I took the Wales Bonner uh, pony haired leopard print Sambas. Although I'll be honest, I haven't worn them a whole lot, but uh, maybe I'll wear them in the next few days. But yeah, those those have been what I packed in the bag. And uh, what about you, man? What have you been wearing? I've actually just been wearing one pair over and over and over again. And it's the Awake Asics Gel NYC, which... You know, we talked about last last pod, we talked about a lot of times because it's one of my favorite shoes this year and I, I kind of wanted to end the year with one of my favorite shoes. It's become, I wouldn't say a beater, but you know, my pretty much my daily shoe. I like the pop of color it offers in the winter. As with most ASIC shoes, it's very, very comfortable. And yeah, um, still very happy that I picked that one up beginning of the year. 
fire fire and any and any pickups in the last couple of weeks since the last pod no no pickups um well no pickup but a pair of shoes arrived that i picked up and talked about last pod the uh black colorway of the amamaniere jordan 5 arrived and oh okay i have to say um it's very nice it's uh how, how does it compare to the dawn pair I mean, it's darker. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but it. I, I think it is difficult to pick which one I like more. I would say I probably like the Dawn a little bit more just because I'm a fan of lighter sneakers, but I was surprised by how much I like this one. Um, this one is very... It's very elevated. It feels very classy and something that you could wear with a more formal outfit i would say not a suit but like a little bit more formal outfit and um is it the I'm same def- materials as the dawn pair are they both leather or because in pictures the darker one looked like it was nubuck no it's nubuck it so it, that's okay. that you're right that is one big difference so it's it's not completely smooth leather um it's a little bit rougher nubuck which i think adds to kind of the more formal aesthetic i would say nice nice okay what about you have you picked anything up well yeah while i was away uh i picked up a couple of sneakers which i haven't seen in hand yet but one of them was the travis scott cactus jack mac whatever you want to call it i call them the cactus wax to be honest because (sighs) they're in my opinion the worst travis scott collab to come out so far i did just enter the sneakers app because i was hoping to get a pair to review which i actually ended up getting two pairs so that was very surprising. Um, so yeah, the, I think it's the laziest Travis Scott collab so far. They didn't even bother with a new colorway. Didn't even give us a Travis Scott, you know, earthy tone type of colorway. Instead, you're just getting the OG colorway of the Mac attacks with the reverse swoosh. And I just think it's a very uninventive sneaker. But uh, yeah, I did pick those up and I'm, I'm uh, excited to see those uh, in person once I get back to Berlin. And then the other pair, and I, I got a W on the Kith Sambas, the two new colorways. Um, oh, nice. I was hoping to get a W on the colorway with the uh, different colors on it, like the red, green, and blue stripe. But instead, I got a W simply on the black and white pair. Um, but still excited to see that pair in person as well. Um, we might be talking about that shoe. Quick, uh, sorry, quick hint into a top 10 uh that shoe might be somewhere on the list but yeah very excited to receive the white pair one of the best sneakers i think nice solid solid pickups i'm interested to hear what you have to say about the cactus jack cactus whack uh mac attacks (laughs) whatever you want to call them um i do agree with you that they're probably the laziest collab but i think it's interesting that and it might not be the best fit as well for Travis Scott, that shoe, but it is an interesting shoe nonetheless. So um, definitely intrigued to hear what you say once you have those in hand. So that being said, we now move into our big topic of the pod of the episode, the top 10 sneakers of the year. And yes, you heard that right. We are doing top 10 this year. We're not doing a top five each. So you're going to get 20 sneakers and our thoughts on them let's kick it off at number 10 josh what is your 10th best sneaker of the year okay so 
first of all, I just wanted to say overall, what I really liked about this year was that I didn't think it was one particular brand that particularly dominated the year. I think every brand had really strong entries this year overall. And um, as you'll see on our list, it is quite diverse among the different brands, which which was, as, as a sneakerhead, you got to love. You got to love uh, just having so many choices, so many strong contenders. And at number 10, I definitely wanted to include one pair of Solomons on the list because I thought they had a really strong year. It came down to two for me. Um, I thought the end Solomon pairs, uh, the, X, the two XT6 colorways were both fantastic, beautiful XT6 colorways. I, do, I did end up buying the orange one for myself. But when I when thinking about which pair to include on this list, it came down to one pair for me, and that is the Sandy Liang Solomon XT6 Expanse. Those beautiful purple colorways of the XT6, uh, a colorway that was inspired by a Pokemon, funny enough, by Jigglypuff. And uh, I thought these, I thought these shoes were interesting, um, really interesting to look at. Very, it's very unique to see that type of colorway on a Solomon, and they did tremendously well. It was one of the first Solomons I've seen reselling for upwards of $500, which is super rare for the brand. Um, it, this brand went from people making fun of it as, oh, those look like some hiking shoes to now people paying Im incredible amounts of resale to grab a pair of Solomon. So I thought that was pretty significant. And uh, yeah, this this pair, such a, such a nice pair to look at. And um, shout out to Sandy Liang. I hope to see more collabs from her with Solomon. Uh, for me, this was the best Solomon of the year, so I had to include them at number 10. What about you, Flaz? Nice. Let's kick us off. What's your number 10? Very nice pick. Super under... I wouldn't even say underrated pair, but um, just beautiful colorway on that Solomon. My pick for the 10th best sneaker of the year is one that I already mentioned in this pod. It is the Ama Manier Air Jordan 5. And if you had to ask me which colorway... I would be hard-pressed to pick between the two. I think, for me personally, the Dawn colorway, so the lighter-colored white colorway, is a little bit more wearable. And I kind of like that it's this... It's not exactly white. It's kind of this grayish-blue colorway, which I find very interesting. Um, but the Dusk pair, the black pair, just matches everything that Amamanir and Jordan have done in the past. You know, that like nice purple, earthy toned, brown, black. Um, yeah, both very, very nice. Um, the the Dusk pair nudges it a little bit. I mean, the Dawn pair nudges it a little bit for me. What I really like about this is, first of all, the storytelling. Amamanir's storytelling is always top of the line for me, um, which is why I'm a big fan of all of their releases. But... The level of detail that went into this Air Jordan 5 is just next level. You've got the the webbing on the sides that has like the Ama Manier logo, the A, um, instead of the regular webbing. The Even the sock liner has like an embossed Ama Manier all over repeat pattern, which you can only really see if you zoom really close into it with your camera or hold it basically to your face. I love the Ama Manier on the air bubble. Again, I love the colorways, the materials. What I really like as well is I'm not a huge fan of the Jordan 5 generally because I find the tongue very, it just gets in the way. It's too fat, it's too long, it's too big. But as far as I can tell, 
The Amamanier 5 has a slightly shorter tongue and slightly thinner tongue than other Jordan 5s, which makes it more comfortable to wear in my opinion. So all of these little details, these little slight changes um, is what makes this one of the best releases of the year for me. Yeah, solid, solid pick. Uh, I, I I really like this shoe as well, the, the, the shorter tongue spe- specifically because that's always been my problem with Jordan 5s in the past. But they did a pretty good job on here with the materials. Um, reason why I didn't include them on my list was... Um, I guess mainly because I'm not a huge Jordan 5 guy, and this list is very personal. But uh, but yeah, definitely a great, great pick for sure. So let's move on to number nine. So at number nine, I have the Sean Witherspoon Adidas Gazelle Indoor. I absolutely love this shoe. It's it's It looks amazing on feet. It's really, even though, um, you know, just looking at the shoe, I wouldn't say it's like a super loud sneaker, but when you have it on feet, it just really stands out. Like it, it kind of like you, you, you almost have to just like look at them because they're just they just look amazing on feet. Um, the combination of the hemp upper with that embroidery pattern, it just gave you a sneaker that wow, it really really pops. And in my opinion, Sean's best work since his original Air Max 97s that he did with Nike. Uh, easily his best Adidas collab. I'm not someone who ever really doubles up on sneakers. I've talked about this before. I don't I don't particularly like doing that, but this is the only shoe I think I've doubled up on in like the last several years. Very good price for them as well. You know, like they only went for 140, which is pretty good price for a nice pair of shoes. And uh, yeah, I love the green colorway, of course. Uh, extremely excited to see future colorways of this shoe. Sean absolutely killed it. It was great to also meet him in person and get his feedback on the design, the um, the uh, thinking process behind the design. Uh, it was great. So definitely had to include these on my list. Nice, very nice. I think um, these shoes definitely flew under the radar for a lot of people with the whole Samba hype and there being so many different, you know, collaborations on these classic adidas original shoes but the gazelle is one of my favorites uh when it comes to adidas sneakers and sean Wotherspoon has had some some underrated bangers in my opinion since he uh has moved to adidas or not moved to adidas but has started working with adidas my pick for number nine is also an adidas sneaker and it is a adidas basketball sneaker i'm talking about the adidas crazy infinity um pretty much any colorway uh the triple black is very nice but i think the launch colorway was pretty dope as well with that kind of beige cream color and then the the contrasting black i'm a big fan of the shoe i think and we've talked about this in the pod before on a previous episode but this is what the nike uh, not nike the adidas kobe one should have been if they had the design knowledge and the technology back then that they do today i'm pretty sure it would have looked like this as well this is basically a wearable kobe adidas shoe and it's so wearable it's so nice um it looks great on the feed i saw it get a lot of love um, across different colorways and releases from different retailers different people and i was very surprised that this was you know an adidas shoe because as we discussed in the last episode adidas 
has been falling behind a lot of the other brands over the last 18 to 24 months, I would say. But this was definitely a certified banger and well done to the Adidas basketball team for bringing this out because it's a very nice shoe. Yeah, I definitely agree, man. The, these these were, I wouldn't even say slept on. I think, uh, I think they work great off the court as well. Uh, this shoe has surprisingly become popular with a subgroup in fashion, which I wasn't expecting. Uh, they're known as the opium core, uh, people who pretty much, I would say, dress like Playboy Cardi. Uh, I've noticed uh, I've noticed that this shoe has become quite popular with them. Um, and, and I think if you know about that type of fashion, you, 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 you'll, you'll see why. Um, and yeah, I think I think it's a shoe that just it looks great with different outfits as well. It looks good with shorts. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan. I, I wish these were the original Kobe ones. Maybe maybe Kobe wouldn't have left <laughs> Adidas if they were. <laughs> Um, so yeah, great, great, great pick for sure, Fobs. All right, let's move on to number eight. At number eight, I have a sneaker that a lot of you guys listening would be your number one sneaker of the year, but I have them at number eight, and that is the Jordan Three White Cement Reimagined. Uh, I do think it was a great pair. Received the pair in hand. The quality is nice. I know we've seen the shoe many times in the past. It's just a retro. However, I think. Uh, I think Jordan Brand did the shoe justice by giving it that those vintage touches. The um, the off-white color on the midsole looked great, and I think this shoe um, applying those vintage touches to it just made it stood out that much more. It's a shoe that you can really wear every single day, especially for those of you who live in the states and you know traditionally love to wear a lot more Jordans. I feel like this is the sneaker that you can compare with the Ama Manier threes that came out a couple of years ago. And they're sneakers that you can kind of just wear in your rotation all the time without asking any questions. So great pair, good quality on these. I think uh, Jordan Brand definitely did the shoe justice. So um, it is worth having on my list. So I had them at number eight. And what about yourself? Very nice. Um, I had the Fear of God Athletics Adidas Basketball one. Um, So another adidas basketball shoe um another adidas shoe and this time it's the fear of god debut collection and i think it has a similar aesthetic to the crazy infinity in terms of the colorways the 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 rough shape of the shoe as well and i know you weren't too hot on the fit of these shoes you said they were very Mm -hmm. uncomfortable and fit weird which i can totally understand but just from a pure aesthetic point of view i think this shoe is so dope and i would have had it higher had it not been for your you know negative points on the fit i think obviously comfort and fit are very important because sneakers are to be worn after all but in terms of just pure looks this fear of god athletics adidas shoe is a beauty um very very in line with fear of god's mainline aesthetic but also pays homage to adidas and it's kind of sportswear heritage i'm very intrigued to see where fear of god athletics goes because from what i've heard or seen jerry write on instagram the plan is for prices to fall drastically um what? really yeah he was saying okay. something about the sampling they did like i don't know i don't know if it was an exaggeration but he said there were around a thousand samples done for these shoes in this collection and you have to factor that into the pricing 
because samples cost money, right? And because the sampling took so long and it took so long to, in his words, perfect, I know a lot of people disagree with that, um, they had to factor that in. But he says once they have the fit and the shape and everything correct and they keep going and they can mass produce it, the prices should fall. I don't think we should expect, you know, Fear of God Athletics to cost the same as Adidas. It'll probably sit in between Adidas and uh, Fear of God Mainline. Um, but I would say from what he said very openly on Instagram, it looks like the prices are going to fall, which makes it an even better deal in my opinion. So definitely a collaboration to watch out for in 2024 and beyond. Um, but overall, I'm actually aesthetically very, very happy with what Jerry has done and what Adidas is letting him do. And I'm very excited for what's to come. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't have personally any problem with the prices on these shoes, especially when compared with uh, most New Balance sneakers nowadays, or even previous Nike Fear of God collabs. Which, uh, if you remember, the Nike Fear of God ones, they were like retailing for three hundred, I believe, or three fifty. Don't remember exactly, but they were retailing for a lot more. So they're kind of in line with normal Fear of God prices. And in, from a pure looks point of view, I agree with you. Like I don't think Jerry disappointed at all. I think the looks are phenomenal on on the basketball sneaker, especially that the latest colorway, especially the all white. Wow, it looks amazing on this silhouette. I really tried to buy that, but they sold out instantly. Uh, but yeah, I think I think he absolutely killed it from an aesthetics and looks point of view. But I was just tremendously disappointed with how they fit, and um, for that I had to discount the sneaker quite a bit. So it didn't really make my list, but yeah, great shoe. Uh, I just hope they work on the fit for the newer models. So sure. let's move on to number seven. So I think this was a very, very strong year for Nike SB. Many contenders, I think, uh, could have been on this top 10 list, uh, but I just wanted to have one on here. And uh, so I had to select my, fav my favorite SB dunk of the year. And for me, that was the Haritos SB Dunk. I think the concept was great. I was it was a very unexpected collab for me to see uh, Nike collabing with a uh, Mexican beverage company, but uh, they did a great job and um, it was a very authentic collab. I thought the colorway uh, was perfect. The font used was perfect. I really liked the uh, tearaway aspect of the shoe to see the different colors underneath and just the colorway itself. Um, all things considered, not even looking at the brands or, or the or the uh, brands involved in this shoe, just looking at that shoe and looking at the colorway, I thought was a great, great pair. You can wear many different outfits. Um, it's it it just bangs. It's that it's that cream color with the green with the orange looked very aesthetically pleasing. I personally liked just the look of the shoe quite a lot, so I had that. As my SB dunk of the year, a close runner-up was the Yuto Harigome SB dunks, um, which once again, beautiful, beautiful colorway and execution there. But uh, I only wanted to have one dunk on this list, and for me, it was the Haritos. Very nice pick. I think a lot of people had the Haritos on their list, um, and I think not that that makes it, uh, you know, because other people liked it, it makes it a good pick. I just think it shows that it resonated with a lot of people. Um, and I can totally see why you put that on there. And I agree. And we've talked about it. SB has had a strong year, a resurgence due to, you know, 
uh, shorter supply, um, higher resale prices as a result, and then obviously some very interesting collaborations and also dunk store, uh, not dunk, skate store exclusives. My pick for number seven goes in a slightly different direction. Um, I've gone with New Balance Stone Island 991 V2, which yeah, I mean, what is there to say? It's a Stone Island New Balance, and for me, that's one of the best long-running collaborations so far, currently. Um, Stone Island, with their, you know, material exploration and the, I think, the elevated sportswear feel they bring to the New Balance shoes, and then obviously New Balance supplying very, very classic models. This one here is the 991, but the second version um, which a lot of people really like, myself included. I have the generalist colorway, and I must say that it doesn't take away from the V1, but adds on to it and is a nice kind of evolution of the OG, which just shows that New Balance designers got it really right on this one. And yeah, the Stone Island version, triple black, got some really cool co-branded logos on it and really nice netting on the side or like a like a big hole mesh on the top upper um yeah i'm just a big fan of anything new bounce and stone island put out and this was one of their best shoes this year hint hint let's move on yeah, I to completely, I, I completely agree with you in fact um so I, I i do own this pair and um i usually you know shoes that i'm not planning on wearing i'll put them up on sale and uh while I was in Spain, I got a notification that uh, this pair had sold, so I had to, you know, accept the sale. And I actually chose to cancel the sale because I was like, I don't think I want to give these up. I think I actually want to keep them in the collection. <laughs> They're just so nice. And uh, yeah, I really like that model as well, the 991 V2. Uh, it's very, very comfortable with the fuel cell technology. and. We're just not very used to seeing black used as a base color on on any New Balance, and I think they pulled it off so nicely on this pair. So, definitely great selection, Fobs for sure. Okay, let's let's move on to six. So, when talking about the brand that I think dominated, not dominate, okay, dominated is the wrong word, but the brand that had the strongest year in twenty twenty three by far, it was their best sales year by a country mile and uh, that was ASICs. So the list wouldn't be complete without including some ASICs. And for me, my favorite ASICs collab of the year was the ASICs Gel 1130s with Hall Studios, both of the colorways, the Forest, as well as the Glacier pair, both of them tremendous. Um, they were the shoes that really, really put me on to ASICs this year and made me fall in love with the brand. Um, I, that forest colorway is just so, so clean. I, I, I wore that to Japan, so I have some really great memories on that shoe, with that shoe. And uh, yeah, and also the Glacier pair, you throw on those red laces, they really stand out as well. Um, yeah, man, and, and the, the 1130s, I just think is my favorite Asics model for how comfortable they are, and uh, they just fit my feet in a way that's way better than other Asics shoes, so I, I do like that model in general. and. Asics here, they killed it. The Hall Studios Asics pairs, the three colorways, legendary. I think some of the best work Asics has done. And yeah, that's uh, that's my number six. 
Great pick, great pick. Um, the 1130. feel like that's such a understated design, super comfortable, as we've said in the past with all ASICs sports style shoes. Um, and Hal Studios has just added this like really nice layer of elevation, as you just said. So definitely feel you on that pick. I have gone in a slightly different direction again <laughs> for my sixth pick. I am going with the Nike Lunar Rome, which actually dropped towards the end of the year. Um, I believe in late November, early December, if I'm correct. And this shoe was, I felt, I mean, it dropped to very little fanfare. You saw some stuff on social media and a few people in the note kind of talking about it, retailers posting it, that they're dropping the shoe soon. But it didn't really get the bang that it deserved, in my opinion. And that's because... I think it's just different. It's Nike going in a direction that it hasn't gone in in a while, uh, making very street style, very lifestyle appropriate versions of their running shoes. And the Nike Lunar Rome uses Lunar Lawn um, foam cushioning in the midsole, which first was released, I believe, around the early 2010s. Um, I still remember when the first shoes coming out that had Lunar Lawn soles. Um, I was in New York at the time at university in like 2011, 2012. And one of my friends got the Chukka Flyknit pair. And he was just raving about it, how comfortable it is. It's walking on clouds. The Flyknit combined with the Lunar Lawn sole is amazing. And I had like, I, th this was like my early, you know, sneaker days, you know, sneaker game days. And I didn't really understand what he was saying. He was like, come on, like, just try them on. You'll see. I tried them on the next day. I drove up to Nike town in Midtown, New York, and uh, had to get myself a pair. And of course they were sold out of a lot of them. So I ended up buying a, um, a low top version, the multi colored fly knit. And I bought it in two and a half sizes too big because I was so desperate to wear them. Um, and I rocked these to death, man. They had a hole in the toe at some point. Um, really, really good shoes, super comfortable. And so I was very, very happy to see that Nike was dropping the Lunar Rome. Um, it's got a bit of an ex uh, space exploration theme, which I like. And the colorway is a little bit different too. It's got this like, you know, dusty yellow, green, you know, white and black combination, which yeah, I mean, it stands out. And I feel like this is probably Nike's best general release shoe, in my opinion. Yeah, wow. Okay, that, that was unexpected to see this sneaker on the list, considering how recent of a drop it was. Uh, I was very intrigued by the look of the shoe. I've yet to purchase it and try on for myself. But yeah, I agree with you. It was kind of an unexpected direction by Nike. Uh, that first colorway looks pretty fire, not going to lie. So maybe when they go on sale, I'll try to grab a pair. Uh, but yeah, man, interesting to see this one on the list. I think I think this is going to be the only list that's going to feature the Nike Lunar Rome. But uh, <laughs> it's 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 definitely deserves to be on the list because you've actually tried on the shoe. So you have some good experience with it. Uh, so yeah, uh, because you have it on your list and because I know you have the best sneaker opinions, I need to, I need to now own this and try this out for myself. Oh, definitely. So let's, let's move on to our top five. There might be some overlap here. Actually, no, I'm not seeing a lot of overlap. We have very different top fives. Interesting. 
Okay, so let's move on to my number five. So I really debated whether having whether or not to have the shoe on here because we've seen it so many times before, and that is the Travis Scott Jordan One Low in the olive colorway. Yeah, I know that um, the Travis Scott Jordan One Lows are pretty formulaic at this point. Just give us a earth tone colorway of a Jordan One Low, reverse the swoosh, and there you go. But that doesn't mean that it's a formula that doesn't work. I think it works really well. I love the Travis Scott Jordan One Lows. I recently, um, my the original pair, the um, the uh, I forget the name, the reverse mocha or the mocha. Uh, it was in such bad condition because I wear it so often. So I got them professionally cleaned and then I received my pair again. It looked brand new and it just made me fall in love with the shoe that much more. Um, and uh, this olive colorway I thought was one of the best colorways we've seen on this model. And uh, even though uh, we've seen this shoe many times before, I, I just think it works still every time. And the olive pair, I'm probably going to have to add that to my collection at some point, maybe I'll get them used because I can't really, I don't really want to pay those kind of prices right now. But yeah, great colorway on a great model. Uh, it's in my top five. What about yours? Very nice. Very nice. A lot of people had that on their top list as well. And a lot of people said it was probably Travis Scott's best colorway in a long time on the Air Jordan 1. Um, I also have a Nike shoe in my top five or on my fifth ranking but it is the nike sb air jordan 4 which you know i i have an inkling that we'll be talking about this shoe a little bit later so i will not go into too much detail but i think it's pretty obvious why this is on my list and why it's made my top five it's a collaboration if you want to call it that between nike sb and jordan brand so an inter nike collaboration which is always very fun and interesting to see it is a Jordan 4, which is probably the most popular Jordan silhouette this year. Um, it's a beautiful colorway, white and pine green. And a lot of people love the way that Nike has been able to update the Jordan 4 to be a little bit more skater friendly. So that, you know, certain panels are in different materials so that they're a little bit more wear resistant um, and can be skated for longer. So... And then obviously the Nike SB uh, logo on the heel tab is a nice touch as well. So great shoe, great execution, uh, very, very hyped. You see it all over social media all the time. If you post it, you're bound to get, you know, some sort of reach record for your account. So yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say. It's just a great shoe. So um, let's move on to number four. Josh, what's on your list for number four? So at number four, for me, it was the shoe that um, was a bit of a throwback for me because it reminded me of uh, the super hype times of dropping sneakers, like it was, which was around the time I really got into shoes, like 2017, 2018. Uh, and it gave me that feeling of those in-person releases that you just have to be there to really understand the feeling. And that was the Cortez 95s. I experienced this feeling myself when I was in London earlier this year, and there was a shock drop announced where uh, Clint, the uh, owner of uh, Cortez, dropped some uh, some GPS coordinates, and uh, it turned out to be just pretty close to my hotel, around 20 minutes of where I was staying. So 
I remember just running through the streets, seeing other people running through the streets. I saw people like kind of um, on their on their bicycles, people on some scooters, electric scooters, just driving dangerously through the streets of London. And uh, I haven't I just haven't witnessed something like that in a really long time. So it was cool to experience. And um, the shoes themselves, the 95s, all the colorways, execution, really, really nice. I mean, they're great looking pairs. And uh, the and, and the 95 was a great selection as well because it was a tribute to London and British culture, a very, very popular sneaker over there. And yeah, I mean, Cortez, Cortez has done his thing. You know, Cortez, um, they are the experts they are the masters of this guerrilla marketing type of tactic and it it translated over to the shoe drops as well and uh yeah i i thought just just great and i i do have that green pair i'm probably going to try to go for the pink one as well at some point but uh, yeah great great execution on this one on uh, just the whole drop itself was pretty fantastic so i had to have the cortez 95s on the list very nice pick i also agree with you here that you know and I, I'm, I'm surprised i didn't have them on my list as well they're just a very very good pair of shoes um 95s always super dope but cortez is able to like hype up the kids you know and the the people the fans the the people that are into streetwear and sneakers nowadays and it reminds me a little bit about like the old days where like streets were shut down because of supreme drops etc you don't really get that anymore with some of the older brands Um, and so it's nice to see Cortez carrying that mantle we saw Cortez uh, collaborated with Supreme recently so that's like a nice uh, you know full circle moment in a way where you know two generations kind of meet and and collab it's a nice co-sign as well from Supreme my pick for number four is another Nike shoe. I have quite a lot of Nike shoes. This is three in a row now um, in the top ten. Uh, so in yeah, fourth that's, place, that's pretty uh, strange for, from coming from you. Yeah, it's it's made me rethink. Like Nike has been actually pretty decent. Um, no, Nike has has had a good year, as we said previously. But um, it just surprises me how many I have had now in a row. Number four, Nike Air Jordan Three J Balvin. What a shoe! I mean beautiful like it makes me want to travel to colombia and just see the medellin sunset (laughs) it's just the colorway is beautiful i love how the the upper is just more of cream than white and you know the touches of purple and orange and yellow just very very nice and it's a clean sneaker it's not as out there as his other air jordan collaborations which i appreciate it's very wearable uh it's a very comfortable shoe and I would say it's probably a very decent everyday collaboration sneaker as well. You know, it, it, I feel like you could wear this just as well as you could wear the Cement 3s every day. It's not too like, oh shit, that's a big collaboration. Like, why is he wearing this every day? And even, you know, even people who do wear their collaborations every single day, I think that's fine. But I think this is a very, from, from the colorway and just the way it looks and the way it can, can be combined in different outfits, it's very, very wearable. So, um, yeah really really like this shoe and very very glad that i have it i i I, uh definitely would have this shoe in my in my top 20 for the list um yeah it it was i i agree with you it's a very wearable shoe um and i love those colors on the back i think uh it's like arguably for me um like uh, i know i had the white cement threes at number eight on the list but i could easily switch those out for the balvins because 
they are the threes that really I thought was the most outstanding threes overall this year in terms of collabs. And uh, yeah, it's his best work, I think, with the brand as well. Agree. Um, solid. Uh, and I think uh, deserves to be in your top five. Great, great pair. Nice. All right. So we're, we're heading towards the finish line here. Number three on the list. So initially I had this pair a bit lower, but after thinking about it, I had to have it very, very high. That was the Kith Adidas Samba collaboration with Clarks. And uh, these these were amazing for many reasons. Besides the tremendous quality on this pair, using the same suede that they use on Clark's Wallabies, and uh, also just the tremendous comfort on this pair. I've said it before, I think it's the most comfortable Adidas Sambas to have been made. They are just so great on feet. And also the colorways themselves, beautiful, beautiful colorways, including these Christmas pairs that dropped, I think, uh, once again, just Ronnie killing it with these simple colorways that are easy to wear. What really made the shoe even more of a top three sneaker for me was the fact that they were so available. When the uh, when the pre-orders went up, anyone, absolutely anyone could have gotten them if they really, really wanted them. And that's really rare to say for most of the sneakers on this list. You know, like uh, with sneaker collapse, it's just so difficult to get them. But this one, anyone could have got them, which made them even more special to me. And uh, yeah, I'm so glad I got on the pre-order and I got my uh, the all over greenish black pair, which I which I just can't stop wearing and um easily for me a top three sneaker the fact that this is only three just tells you a bit about what a strong year this was for shoes because any other year i could have had this at number one so yeah, uh, yeah. What, what did you uh, what were your thoughts about this pair i mean you love this shoe so seeing it at i, mean, I don't want to say just number three because number three is pretty high right when you consider that we've had around 600 different you know releases this year alone across all brands so three is very very high but i know how much you love this shoe and i agree i think the three-way partnership between kith uh, adidas and clarks is dope we've um you know spoken about it before it's a very comfortable shoe it, it looks cool as well with the crepe sole and the samba upper um, and just speaks to Ronnie's ability as a collaborator to bring these two brands together and create something that nobody really expected. So very, very solid pick for your third best sneaker of the year. My third best sneaker of the year is not a collaboration. It's generally shoe. And it is the Asics 1130 Harry Suede Pack, which solid. I know you are a fan of. And actually you and your... Um, I don't know if I saw it on TikTok or on Instagram, but your reel convinced me to take a look at these in hand because I thought, you know, they looked really nice, but I was like, meh, eh, it's not really a must for me. And then you talked about how like similar they were to the HAL Studios um, or the HAL uh, collaborations. And so I actually ended up getting both colorways. I got the gray one for my wife and I got the beige one for myself. And man in hand these are so nice the the hairy suede it just gives off these like elevated collaboration vibes without being a collaboration which is why i like them so much and i even got them on discount so it just shows you that these flew way under the radar but for me they are most definitely nailed on as like one of the best shoes of the year the 1130 anyway but then these two colorways and then the materials they used chef's kiss just perfect yeah man absolutely agree man wow um, 
the, the two colorways, both of them tremendous. Um, you could have called them a Hall Studios collab, and I would have believed you. Um, especially that that tan brown color looks very similar to the original Hall Studios pair. Yeah, man, great, great pair as well. Uh, the fact that right now a lot of uh, stores have their end of season sales, and I've seen this sneaker on sale at a lot of stores. What are you guys wasting your time for? Go ahead and cop this. It's one of the best ASICs you can possibly get, uh, and especially at sometimes 40% off. So we're talking like 70 euros you're going to be paying for these. Unreal. Really, really good deal for a shoe this nice. So very, very, very happy to see this on your top three as well. Wow. Uh, I, I, I mean, you could definitely make an argument for them. Great, great pair. All right. So we're going into the top two. So at number two for me was a shoe that you already talked about. That is the Jordan 4 SB. And the reason why I have this shoe besides the outstanding colorway, you can't go wrong with a super clean colorway like that. I just liked all the changes that SB uh, made to the Jordan 4. And we just got news. I can't really confirm this, but I saw it on Instagram that Jordan Brand announced that even the regular Jordan 4s will be having the same changes to the shoe coming in 2024 and beyond. So that means a higher mud guard, um, a uh, what else, like a shorter tongue, I believe, uh, and some of the other like structural changes to the shoe in terms of the fit will be uh, will be also used on regular Jordan 4s because uh, people were very, very positively uh, surprised with how well these fit compared to previous Jordan 4s. I know I said that myself. Uh, I didn't feel my pinky toe getting squeezed in like it has been on previous pairs. So happy to see Jordan Brand listen to consumers there. And yeah, they, they, they just killed it, man. Like the These shoes look gorgeous. You, I still absolutely love Jordan 4s. It's still my favorite Jordan. And to see a colorway this nice, to see that SB logo on the back was unexpected. And uh, yeah, they, they killed it. I mean, um, they, they also made the wings more rubberized, you know, like uh, making sure that they don't get too damaged uh, when people are skating in them. They really listened to skateboarders here when developing this shoe. And uh, I thought the, the, per, the, the execution on the pair was great. And very excited to see future colorways on the SB4. Um, and yeah, for me, it was the best Jordan overall of the year. Nice. I mean, I already said my part, so good pick. Um, 100% aligned on having these in the top 10. I had them at five, you had them at two, um, but I think very, very deserving of that spot as well. My second best shoe of the year was my favorite shoe of the half year. And we're talking about the shoe that I have been wearing a lot recently, the Awake Asics Gel NYC in the pink and blue colorway. And oh my goodness, I mean, I have raved about the shoe over and over again on this pod, on Oshuen, on social media, in person. If you've talked to me about sneakers, I am always trying to tell people just how good this shoe is. And yeah, it is the second best shoe of the year for me, which means that it has been displaced. Um, which makes the next pick all the more interesting because you guys are probably wondering what sneaker came out that was better than this shoe in my eyes. Um, but real quick to the A6 Gel NYC comfortable shoe, cool colorway. I like the way that you know it has a modern outsole and a more traditional 
um, retro upper. And then, you know, Awake just does its thing, Angelo Bach, and he adds some really nice colorways. Both colorways were nice. The gold and purple was dope too, but for me, the pink and blue just takes it. Yeah, that's my pick for number two. Moving on to the top pick of the year. Drum roll, please. Josh, what is your best sneaker of the year 2023? So I, I honestly didn't spend too long debating what this one was for me because it is my absolute favorite shoe to drop this year. That is the New Balance 990 V6 collaboration with Action Bronson. I personally prefer the Lapis Lazuli pair. I know a lot of people prefer the original Baklava colorway. I think either or could be number one on, on the list. Action Bronson clearly knows a thing or two about throwing ridiculous looking colors together on a shoe and somehow making it work. I didn't expect that from Action. Uh, you know, like I, growing up uh, listening to a lot of his music, uh, I, I didn't really uh, think of him as someone who can, you know, design amazing sneakers. But uh, he did a tremendous job, especially on this Lapis lazuli pair i've talked about before how much i love the 990 v6 as a model to just wear every day and what ashton was able to do with this pair uh throwing on those beautiful blue colors those that purple at the back the uh the yellowed out midsole it just worked it for me a, a definition of a perfect shoe a shoe that looks amazing a shoe that feels super comfortable you can wear every day um, this was the most wearable colorway for me out of all the Action Bronson pairs. The Baklava one too. I'm gonna try to get it, but um, uh, it's just very. It was, even though I'm not someone who typically shies away from loud sneakers, that was maybe just a bit too loud for me. But uh, the Lapis Lazuli is damn. It's it's so nice, and I'm hoping to get more colorways. We might get a third one as well, like a yellow pair at some point. Uh, Action Man, like I'm, I'm really excited. For me, he's right now my favorite collaborator with New Balance. He's maybe even surpassed Salehi for me in terms of the types of colorways he puts out. Um, but yeah, looking forward to more work from him. Uh, I wore this shoe easily the most out of all the shoes I bought this year. So uh, I had to have it at number one. Uh, I have to say I'm pretty surprised that the A6 Gel NYC Awake wasn't your number one because I was 100% expecting that. But uh, give us your number one. My top pick of the year is the New Balance Stone Island Fuel Cell C1. Yes, I put a second Jeez. Stone Island New Balance collaboration on here. Um, and no, it is not the 991 V2. It is the very futuristic performance focused fuel cell c1 and it's an absolute beast i mean this is a marathon shoe of the highest order this is new balances yeah nike uh, alpha fly killer basically and it just fits that stone island was the one to rework this shoe because stone island has already done running shoes in the past with new balance they've done a pair of football boots as well and Stone Island is all about, you know, that elevated sportswear. Sure, you might not wear the Stone Island pieces to do sports in, but you definitely could. It That's where the brand ID and the identity comes from. Um, and if you know me, you know I love really bouncy, comfortable shoes that look very sporty. And this is basically it. I love the color, both colorways on this one. I have the beige one, and then there's this like slightly 
purpley orangey colorway too which is super nice and i'm actually thinking about picking these up uh in a second colorway um yeah i'm a i'm a big fan of these and i don't know if i've mentioned this but i'm running the half marathon in 2024 in berlin and my training is not going very well i'll be the first to admit <laughs> but i have thought about actually getting these shoes to run the marathon in um or the half marathon i keep saying marathon but it's a half marathon the baby marathon um just because you know like who doesn't want to flex a little bit um especially if you want to distract people from your terrible time you're gonna wear the loudest shoes on the course <laughs> and i think that's my plan but yeah that is my top pick um very very cool shoe uh love wearing it love bouncing around in it and um real quick to your pick as well i have to agree with you man action bronson is slowly becoming a very underrated but really great collaborator for new balance so i'm actually very glad that you picked the lapis lazuli v6 as your top shoe of the year yeah, no, I I, I had to. They were, they were great. I'm um I have to say surprised to see the New Balance Stone Island uh, fuel cells on your number one, but it is a shoe that is very much you. So um, that's yes. the most important part about um about picking your list. They are there's no you know finality in them. Um, the complex list isn't you know the the list that everyone agrees upon. For example, it's everyone's got their own list. And yeah, the shoe, there's you no love right Stone or Island, wrong. you love New Balance, you love these types of running shoes. And uh, yeah, these, these colorways look great for sure. Like that purple orange one, especially. Never seen a colorway like that, but they look pretty, pretty fire. So um, yeah, I'll be I'll be definitely looking forward to uh, the, the Berlin Marathon to see, you know, what people have on feet. And I'm sure even though you might not win the marathon, you're definitely going to win the trophy for... <laughs> best heat on feet at the marathon oh definitely so that's the goal you got the, that that's one the trophy on that's the trophy that everybody cares about anyway um <laughs> so before we move on to the most anticipated sneaker which we're going to get to real quick i want to run through our top 10 so that we can remind everybody yep. what we picked so at 10 i picked the ama manier air jordan 5 and you picked the solomon sandy liang xt6 expanse at number nine i picked the adidas crazy infinity and you picked the sean Wallerspoon adidas gazelles at number eight i picked the fear of god athletics adidas basketball one and you picked the nike air jordan cement threes at number seven, I picked the New Balance Stone Island 991 V2, and you picked the Nike SB Haritos Dunk. At number six, I picked the Nike Lunar Rome, and you picked the A6 House Studio 1130. At number five, I picked the Nike SB Air Jordan 4 Pine Green, and you picked the Travis Scott Air Jordan 1 Low Olive. At number four, I picked the Nike Air Jordan 3 J Balvin, and you picked the Nike Air Max 95 Cortez. At number three, I picked the A6 1130 Harry Suede Pack, and you picked the Kith uh, Samba, uh, Clark's Original Samba. At number two, I picked the A6 Gel NYC Awake, and you picked the Nike Air Jordan 4 SB. And at number one, I picked the New Balance Stone Island Fuel Cell C1, and you picked the New Balance Lapis Lazuli V6 Action Bronson. That rounds up what our top 10 year. of 2023. Just shows how great the year has been, but we are not done yet. Let's look forward real quick uh, to 2024. Josh, I want to know what is your most anticipated sneaker and why? 
so just just from the i guess limited uh, amounts of photos and videos we've seen of upcoming sneakers there was one that really stood out to me and um i was watching a recent uh, episode of like i think it's called heat check on the sneakers app and uh, or uh, is it called the heat check or it might just be like the preview or whatever of the of the upcoming year and uh for jordan brand there was one sneaker that i saw videos of and i'm like whoa okay i love what jordan brand did with this shoe that is the jordan 4 bread reimagined that is Oof. in my opinion the best jordan 4 colorway outside of the military blues in my opinion at least and i've always the the thing i've always liked least about the jordan 4 bread was the new buck I just I'm, I don't like new buck on sneakers. It gets very dusty very easily, and I love that they switched out the new buck. They've thrown on this what looks like at least some super buttery tumble leather, and I think the shoe just looks way better than the original, in my opinion. Uh, I know we're not supposed to say that. People are supposed to, you know, the OGs <laughs> are the OGs, but I think um, I think they they, they improved the sneaker in my opinion, and and I cannot wait to get these. They look already super comfortable just from uh, just just from how soft that leather looks. Like I think they'll be super comfortable right out the box. So, as a person who still loves Jordan Fours, this is a shoe that I know I'm going to be adding to the collection next year. Ooh, good pick, good pick. Um, I can see myself picking those up as well. So, looking forward to finding out more about when these are dropping and how much they'll cost, etc. My pick for the most anticipated sneaker of 2024 is, and we've talked about him several times now in this pod, Action Bronson just teased a New Balance 1906R, and that's looking beautiful. I mean, it's super colorful, it's more sporty, and I think I like the 1906R quite a lot, but I feel like it doesn't look super comfortable because there's a lot of like stiff like plastic overlays on the upper which i feel would restrict the movement of the foot a little bit action bronson's collaboration though looks like it uses different materials on the upper that are a little bit softer and so i'm yeah i'm very much looking forward to this i saw on twitter as well that the inspiration for this is all the women's colorways from popular shoes so there's you know a bit of like a hit of green pink blue white um and it's done very very tastefully so i'm very 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 much looking forward to this shoe and i think honestly i think i'm probably going to pick up both of our most anticipated sneakers of 2024 yeah no i i agree with you man like uh they, they look very different than other uh, 1906s. It seems like it has some kind of like layer, like a thin layer of uh, some kind of translucent material exactly. on the upper two. Yeah. Which which adds a very interesting look to the 1906. Uh, yeah, man, got to give it up to action. Like, uh, he, I don't know how he puts these colorways together, but they somehow work beautifully. The outsole too on that pair looks really interesting with like the three colors. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I was thinking of having this shoe as my most anticipated, anticipated as well. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's looking good, man. It's looking, it's looking like the Action Bronson New Balance uh, partnership is gonna continue. And uh, yeah, that that wraps it up, guys. That puts a, a bow on this episode and also on this year. Thank you once again. Um, I know I can say I have really enjoyed being more of a. Um, selective sneaker consumer this year rather than in the past i feel like um 
uh, it was more about FOMO, you know, because everything would sell out instantly. I think this year has just been a great year for sneaker collectors. And uh, looking forward to next year as well. I think this will probably continue uh, into next year. So um, thank you guys once again. All of you guys who are listening to the pod, if you enjoy this content, share it with your friends. Um, uh, that would be probably the best uh, gift you can give back to us. Um, and and yeah, thank you. And once again, Fobs, man, thank you for another amazing year of doing content with you. Uh, it's one of the things I look forward to the most. Uh, I really enjoy putting out these episodes with you every year. And uh, 2024, uh, looking to continue doing just that. Let's do it, man. I'm looking forward to it as well. Big thank you to you, of course, for uh, you know providing some dope insights and nice co-hosting abilities. It's always fun to connect with you to do these podcasts. But most of all, so it's just cool that you know, I, I, you know, I'm not saying it's the biggest community, but we've built a nice little community of people messaging us, asking us our opinion on certain things, and like you say, people hitting us up and asking when the next uh, episode is dropping, and you know, looking forward to you know what we have to say about sneakers which is not a given right like we could be here talking and nobody's listening so it's super nice that you guys are along for the ride i want to say thank you for a great 2023 and here's to uh at least just as great 2024 thank you everyone all right thank you guys and uh happy new year peace, peace.